Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southernness to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. And we're glad that you are on this Monday, July 10th. Kelly Sanner and Michael Mergens from the Southern Bancorp Studios in Hattiesburg. And believe it or not, back in the Southern Bancorp Studio in Laurel, our good buddy Luke Johnson, who has been what? away. But he's back. And I'm we're back. so we're so glad that you are, Luke. Um, Major League Draft Week, Kelly. Right? Yes, yes. It actually and, started uh, last night. And there's plenty to talk about, and we're going to get tons to it. to talk about. We expect that that Tanner Hall is going to go and get to talk over the next couple of days to, to some guys that have lived that out. The first segment today of today's program, as always, brought to you by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. A big fan of uh, Southern Miss athletics, and we're a big fan of Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Whether you've got a catering job that's small or large, or if you just want to have a nice uh, sit-down meal with your family, keep Dickie's Barbecue Pit in mind. Joining us on the phone right now, somewhere just inside the state of South Carolina, is a guy that knows a little bit about the Major League Draft, knows a lot about pitching for Southern Miss, and knows about this entire process, is Landon Harper, who joins us now. And Landon, you, you've been through this process. Let's, let's first of all go back to last year, what you remember about the draft and what some of these guys are going through, especially the guys whose names have not been called yet. Yes, sir. Um, it was a wait, you know, it was a wait. It was very nerve wracking, you know. I didn't know if I was going to go or not. Obviously, I had another year at Southern Miss and I was, you know, really having that debate with myself. It's a really hard decision because it's a, it's a life decision, you know, a big boy decision. And I had to really think about it, you know, talk to my family. And, uh, you know, it came down to it to where I, I got drafted. I didn't know I was going to get drafted, but, you know, fortunately, some people do. Some people don't, and I didn't, and I got drafted, and I was very thankful for that, and then that was the decision that I had to make between my family and myself to take it, and I think all these guys that are having got drafted yet, I think they should just be waiting, you know, like on their toes, not not expecting too much, but definitely expect to get drafted, because at the end of the day, you know, you got to do what you want to do for yourself. So. I, and I know ultimately you don't know whether you're going to get drafted or not, but certainly you mm-hmm. have to have some indication yeah, yeah. That, that you're probably going to go sure. or not going to go yep <clears throat> oh yeah and um you know like i said tanner hall I'm, I'm very surprised he hasn't went yet but i do think he will go today for sure and i think you know I, it would be awesome i saw a thing about him going to the braves but i think it would be awesome for him to come to the braves i think a lot of teams are going to like him regardless so 
Yeah, I think he's a very good baseball player. And Luke, we want to clarify, there is something circulating on social media, which, again, the thing about social media is you can put something out there that is totally erroneous. And, you know, Tanner Hall has not been drafted yet. In fact, uh, the draft, day two of the draft, just getting underway. uh, So he has not been taken yet. I think the person who posted it was saying, wouldn't it be cool if uh, Tanner Hall would be drafted by the Braves? Because former Southern Miss pitcher Hurston Waldrop was drafted by the Braves uh, last night. But anyway, Luke, get in here as we uh, get reacquainted with uh, with uh, Landon Harper, who's uh, in the car right now, to enjoying his All Star break. Yeah, if if Bob was here, which Bob's off for the next couple of days, he would affectionately call you Landon the dog, the dog, right? Uh, because of that mentality you had. But but man, what a year! Uh, and and I want to talk draft and your your career this year. But but go back last year. I mean. Man, you look back at at that staff last year, you'll be hard-pressed to ever find a collection of arms that were in the same rotation in bullpen as last year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that that staff there was, you know, definitely the best I've ever been a part of myself. And I don't know if anybody else can say that, but I can I can assure you that we were top, top three in the country for sure. And if we would have went all back, we would have definitely, you know, made a run at the College World Series, even though – you know, they they still had a chance this year. That's why I think, you know, if everybody would have stayed, you know, it would have been it would have been a definitely a special, very special year. And I think that year, you know, with that staff was a very special year too. Obviously we broke some records and whatever. But um yeah, I think, you know, what they got going on at Southern Miss, Coach Oz and what Coach Barry laid out for Coach Oz is awesome and I think Coach Oz is gonna, you know, take that step and and get the team to where they need to be to make it to college college world series consistently so yeah talk about him uh as somebody who played for him and of course anybody that's played for him and and been developed under him like you you understand how good he is just kind of tell southern miss fans out there what is going to make uh coach oz a, a tremendous um head coach you know and and continue to take southern miss as a baseball program uh even higher yeah well he's a leader First off, I mean, he's, he knows how to lead amongst leaders. And, and that's what you need to have a successful team, have an successful record, and, you know, to be a successful coach. And I think that's what Coach Barry showed in Coach Oz, even though Coach Oz already had it in him. I just think that now that he's the head coach, he's really going to be able to bring it out of himself and show guys under him that, like, you know, this is what we got to do. He was just a very comfortable coach. He was, he was, like anything that was comfortable with you as a player, he liked it. And I think that's what success came from because he had trust in his players and he made them comfortable with whatever they were doing. They were comfortable with it and he would just trust in them and they would trust in that because they were comfortable and they weren't just like uncomfortable every time they were on the mound. So I think that's what helped a lot with uh, me and Coach Oz for sure. And I saw that a lot in other players, you know, like guys who got there who really didn't throw strikes. And then they got there, and then they're like, they talked to Coach Oz. They worked with Coach Oz. And then, you know, obviously he's a coach that teaches throwing strikes, you know, no walks, stuff like that. And I think that's what really brought it out of us. And I think that's what brought it out of him last year. And I, and I, think, one, I think one of the things that we, we mentioned that social media report that somebody was saying, wouldn't it be cool if Tanner Hall were to be drafted by the Braves? Because two Southern Miss Eagles now are – going to be in the Brave system. Landon Harper, of course, was drafted by the Braves last year and is, is in the Brave system. Hurston Waldrop 
And look, you can Riggins say, too. Hunter yeah, Riggins. that's right. That's right. Hunter Riggins. So, and you can say what you want about Walter. Right. This is a young man though that, that came to Southern Miss, and and Southern Miss fans who have a true heart want Hurst and Walter to do well. So again, if if Tanner Hall were to, were to join the fold, there'd be no reason not to be, you know, yeah. an, an Atlanta Braves fan. But what have been the biggest things that you've noticed making the transition from college to pro baseball, Landon? Um, it's been it's more of like an everyday thing, you know. It's more of like your job now, which it is your job, and it's just like, you know, you're you're held to a standard now that I mean, you have to be. I mean, it's just I mean, it's typically just like a job, like. It's just the fact that we get to play baseball every day, and if you love it, that it's not it's not that hard of a job. But at the end of the day, it's still a job, and you're expected to be where you're supposed to be at this time. And we just play every day. It's really it's really fun. I love it. And you know, the Braves teach a lot of throwing strikes, kind of like Coach Oz did. And that's why I see that's why I see them drafting you know guys that are that are big strike throwers and don't walk a lot of people because that's how that's what they teach when we whenever we got here you know it's throw strikes pound the zone attack same just like the exact same thing coach Oz is teaching over there and I think that's great I think that's why you know they got Hurston and they might even get Tanner I'm not saying they will but I don't know and if they do I think that's the reason why though would you would you anticipate reaching out to Hurston at some point the fact that he's already yeah, I now actually already have uh, I saw when he got drafted and I texted him and talked to him a little bit and told him I was excited to see him again so yeah, well, good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that that has happened, and, and it, w- it would be a perfect situation if Tanner Hall were to be drafted by the Braves. But again, whosoever check clears, um, I'm sure he's not going to mind. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, whoever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one 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 of the things that guys have told me going from college to pros is is the only thing that really bothered them about pro baseball is that nobody in a position of management or authority really talks to you a whole lot. So you don't. That is true. So you don't really know if you're doing well. You don't know if you're doing mm-hmm. poorly. You don't know if they like you, if they hate you, or what. Yep. Tell me that more is, about uh, that. That is true. I mean, it's just there's so many. There's not like a coach. You don't really call them coaches. You just call them by your name. Um, and it's kind of like you don't. You have multiple different people telling you different things, and it's kind of just that's what's really hard about it is that you have a bunch of different coaches who are talking to you about, you know, your development. And it's hard to just take all of that in at one time. So it's really – it's for me, I've been really focusing on one thing at a time, you know, taking it step by step and being able to still produce on the mound while I'm working and developing during the season. Because at the end of the day, the minor leagues doesn't matter. It matters whenever you get to the big leagues, winning and losing as far as, like, winning and losing. Big leagues is the only really one that matters. Minor league, low A, high A, all that really doesn't matter if you win or lose. It just matters about the player and about developing and and getting to where you want to be, the ultimate goal, which is the big league. So, Well, the draft continues today and we'll finish up tomorrow, but we'll continue our conversation with Landon Harper on the other side of this commercial break as we're in baseball mode on today's edition of the Eagle Hour. So good to have Luke Johnson back as well. More in a moment.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back on a Monday, Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Happy to have you along with the Eagle Hour. Second segment is always brought to you by Campus Bookmark, located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Campus Bookmark has all the swag that you need to cheer on the Golden Eagles and rep them at your house, car, and uh, at a athletic event for Southern Miss Athletics. Campus Bookmark. Also online, campusbookmark.net. NLB draft going on today, and uh, we're all waiting to uh, to see where Tanner Hall goes and possibly other Golden Eagles um, this week. A man who has been through that j- continues to join us, Landon Harper of the Augusta Green Jackets, a single-A affiliate of the Atlanta Braves. And, uh, and Landon, we were talking during during the uh, the break. I mean, just w- we saw it uh, round one last night about – Cruz going second and the number he had thrown out and so much of you know of, of this not only in the first round but the later rounds is negotiating power and and just your your thoughts on it because it's a wild world when you start talking about pool money and and whether or not yeah. guys get drafted or not I definitely think you know it's 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 good to have an agent for that reason right there is because these these organizations they're businesses and they will try to you know, get the least amount of money they can out of you so they can give it to another person or a Dominican or, you know, somebody from wherever. And um, that's why I think, you know, it's hard to it's hard to ask for too much, but it's hard to ask for too less. You know, if you think you're worth a number, I think you should, you should stick with that number, honestly, especially if you have um, a year of eligibility left and you can use that leverage against yourself or against them. Because if they really want you, at the end of the day, they're going to get you. And if you're really good, they're going to get you regardless. And that's why, you know, I think it's okay to put a number just not too high for yourself, you know. And sure. talk to your agent and really see, you know, what you did over the year, who you threw against. Because a lot of that stuff matters, like what teams you throw against, how you do against them, and stuff like that. And I didn't even know that until, you know, I was – in the situation to where I had to negotiate because they drafted me 14th round. I had no idea. They didn't call me before. So I talked to them after. They just threw my name up on the board, and I talked to them after, and they were like, they threw out a number. And I was like, you know, uh, I want to I go back to Southern Miss. If y'all don't give me this, I'm going to go back to Southern Miss. And they eventually, you know, brought it up some, and that's where I was fortunate to get close to what I wanted, and that's when I was like, okay, Here's my decision. I can either go back to Southern or I can go, you know, start my career in the MLB or minor leagues, whatever. And that's what I decided to do. And I think that's what, you know, I think that's what Tanner will do too. And I think he'll get the number he wants, even though he's not getting drafted yet. I think he'll get the number he wants. Um, Landon, uh, you know, so many of you guys uh, went last year six off the same staff. It's pretty extraordinary. A guy that uh, that you keep in contact with, that you played against, uh, lefty Dalton Rogers, and you, know, you think about you and Ramsey and and Rogers last year. I mean, just almost three closers on the same team. But it, it's fun to watch Dalton succeed. Tyler Stewart has really been the talk of the Mets right now, and and occasionally you've been able to play against some of those guys. And, and what's it like, you know, now that you guys are competing against each other, but a guy like Dalton, I know it's it's exciting for you to see the success he's having. 
Oh yeah, it's awesome, dude. It's fun, you know. It's really fun. You gotta love it to be here and to get to watch them and and them get to watch me is just, you know, it's just like really fulfillment for myself and just knowing like you know I'm here, like I'm here, but like I still have work to do and so do they, you know. And I hope that like, you know, we can grind it out each all season, you know. Hopefully back at Southern Miss, you know. I hope the plan or I plan that's where I'm gonna do my all season work at. And be able to see all them guys all together again, you know, it's going to be awesome. All of us working towards our career and where we want to be in the MLB, I think that's awesome. And I think a lot of us have a chance to. I think all all those guys have a chance to. So, I think what a lot of people don't understand, Landon, when people will say, well, why why would a guy, any guy, you know, go to the major leagues for this little amount of money or whatever when they could go back to school? I said, I said you got to think about this now. From the time... And I, and I want you to, to comment on this. From the time these guys are five and six years old, that's all they've dreamed about is, yep. being, is being a major league baseball player, right? That's, that's all they've identified as. They, they wouldn't know what life is like without playing baseball. It's, it's really not sometimes about the money, is it? Yep. It's, it's about the opportunity. Nope. Yep, for sure, because... I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm sure people can look it up and see how many people get drafted out of all the baseball players in the world. And, and, and it's not very high. It's a very low percentage. So the opportunity is, is, is hard to pass up also whenever they're offering you this money because you don't have to go to school. If you do want to go to school, they'll pay for it. And, I mean, it's just like you don't have to pay for anything. It's just a lot of stuff that you get after you get drafted is, is, is like, hard to pass up. And um, for these guys, you know, I think, you know, that's going to be the decision maker right there. You know, like what what are the pros and cons of going back? What are the pros and cons of coming here, you know, and starting and being in the system and letting them see you and see how you work and stuff like that? And, and I think, you know, I think at the end of the day, whenever you get that money, that little chunk of money or whatever it is, might be a lot, might be a list. But at the end of the day, if you make it to the big leagues, the minimum pay is $750,000 a year. So really, at the end of the day, if you're planning on, you know, grinding it out and working your tail off each and every day and getting to the big league, at the end of the day, that signing bonus doesn't even matter because do, would you rather have $100,000 in one year or would you rather have a seven hundred and fifty? you know? So it's like, at the end of the day, yeah, you're getting this money, but are you going to work towards the bigger amount and the dream and the goal that you want to achieve. 750000 goes, goes a long way in Poplarville. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. You can do a lot. Well, it's just, just the opportunity, though. You know, I, I think if you ask a lot of college baseball players, would you just ask any player, would you pay a major league team 100000 Instead of them paying you 100000 would you pay yeah. the major league baseball team 100000 for the <laughs> opportunity? A bunch of guys would probably say yes. Yeah. I could see a lot of guys saying yes for sure. Yeah, just to get the, that opportunity, Luke. You've 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 gotten to the NFL shot. Absolutely, you know, so. yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, there's there's nothing like it when you walk into one of those locker rooms and there's a name there mm-hmm. and you like, oh wow, there's somebody with my last name. You're like, oh no, idiot, that's you right there. That yeah. is, yeah. It's kind of the 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 epitome. What was it like for you, um, Landon? You know, the first time suiting up, or even this year. Uh, now that you have a, a, a whole season ahead of you, and seeing your name uh, by in minor league, but still, it's professional baseball. What was that like yeah. for you, putting that jersey on for the first time, being like, "I made it"? 
I mean, it was it was honestly like a reality moment for me. Like it didn't even feel real when I was first taking pictures and and you know doing roster picks and all that stuff and spring training and all that, getting to see all the big league guys, Acuna, Austin Riley, all of them guys. You know, I was like, wow, this is actually going to happen. And then I got there and it happened. You know, and it kind of it kind of like humbled me and you know and set me into a place where I was like. You know, I can be like them. I can do what they're doing. I can, I can be what they're doing, and 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 do what they're doing. You know, yeah. and just be those guys. I can turn into that guy. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it was like for me at first. And then I was like, I come to realize, you know, like these guys were here at one point. These guys yeah. made it through here at one point. Like I can do it too. And that's did, what really is like running me right now. You know, so did uh, have you got to meet any of the old Braves? hanging around anywhere like chipper schmoltz or any of those yeah. guys <laughs> yeah uh chipper he's usually he was in spring training uh i don't know if y'all know uh terry uh pendleton I think, terry or, pendleton oh yeah man yeah yeah he uh he's actually uh he comes around like every other week and he'll come in our dugout and he'll help the hitters on our team and stuff and he'll be all around out everywhere like a bunch of bunch of hall of famers big league guys that they retire. They're all around. They stay around all the time. So. All right. Now, Landon Harper, you're never going to have to do this, but if you were to pitch to Austin Riley, mm-hmm. how, how would you pitch him? I'm going to tag. I'm going to treat him like every other every every hitter I've ever faced. I'm going, you know, I'm going to stay true to myself. He might hit it a mile. That's fine. Hey, hitters get lucky, but I'm going to throw it in there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, if, if if there's any guy that could hit it a mile. <laughs> <laughs> he would be the one. <laughs> and he's a Mississippi guy too, so we're Oh yeah. You know, that's that's somebody you if you ever, you know, you wouldn't mind getting a hit off of that guy, you know, but we're glad yeah, that, hey, that he's a brave. Be, I'd be totally fine with him getting a hit off of yeah. me for sure. So we're gonna be watching closely, Luke, today and uh tomorrow as the um major league draft. There'll be twenty rounds mm-hmm. in all. Uh, and they're kind of making it like the NFL yeah. draft now, where they go to a city, you know, the All Star Game and the Home Run Derby tonight. The All Star Game. It was, it was game fun tomorrow. watching it last night. Hey, Landon, about about fifteen seconds left, twenty seconds left. What does Scott Berry mean to you? Man, he means the world to me. Just me being able to play for him. The only year I played at Southern Miss, just you know, absolutely means the world for to me because my mom was a, a Batgirl there when Coach Berry was also there, and. um it just means the world. He was a great coach. I couldn't ask for a better coach for my D1 team that I picked, you know. So, you know, Coach Oz is a great coach, and Coach Barry laid it out for him. And I think it couldn't have been a better coach for those years that Coach Barry was there for Southern Miss to have. I mean, he's just a great guy, good, genuine, you know, yeah. mannered guy. And he, and he really, stuff. he really showed me a lot when I was there. So, absolutely. Well, Landon, we appreciate your time, man. Good luck to you, and thanks for hopping on today with us. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Landon Harper of the Atlanta Braves joining us today. Eagle Hour steps aside. We'll be back. Third segment on a Monday. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Third segment of the Eagle Hour, brought to you every day by 4th Street, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, just across Highway 49, from the University of Southern Mississippi, 995 lunch, every day. Good buddy Slade White at 4th Street. 
a great supporter of Southern Miss Athletics and the Eagle Hour, and we appreciate them for their support. Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens on a Monday. Bob out for a, a couple days. But, but Kelly, good stuff with Landon Harper, man. And, uh, you know, I think he will forever be endeared uh, with Southern Miss with that 2022 Super Regional um, team, but uh, good times with Landon. Yeah, and, and again, going back to the point, the, the thing that stood out to me is, again, a lot of people will go, well, I just don't know that I'd give up you know, a college degree. You know, you're one year short of a college degree, and I just don't know if I'd go for, this is just an arbitrary figure, you know, if, I just don't know that I'd give it up for a $75,000 signing. But to a lot of these guys, it's not about the money. It's you're, you're being given an opportunity to achieve your dream, something that you have worked at since you were five years old. It's not about the money. It's about the opportunity to be one of the select few, like Landon was saying. I mean, you know, the percentage of kids getting to play high school ball from Little League is a small number. And then you narrow it down from junior colleges to colleges. That's a smaller number. And then, of course, the smallest number of all is to get to play professional baseball. Nobody can ever take that away from you whether you play Major League Baseball or not, but to hear your name called on on draft day and to sign that paper and to – I mean, it's – man, it's just – it would just be really unique. So, again, it's not about the money. It's about the opportunity. Um, Yep. And I don't – and I I can't blame anybody for doing that, regardless of how little money a lot of others might think it is. Major League Draft update, still waiting for Tanner Hall's name to be called. They are in the beginning of the fourth round. Um, but you look at some of uh, players that Southern Miss played. Of course, Dylan, Dylan Cruz from LSU uh, went second overall. Jacob Gonzalez from uh, Ole Miss went 15th overall to uh, to the White Sox. Hurston Waldrop, former uh, Golden Eagle go from Florida, goes uh, 24th overall to the Atlanta Braves. And, um, you know, it's just... It it is. I think Kelly. I think you you brought it up last segment. It just seems as if the MLB draft, probably because of Skeens and just the uh, the attraction around him, uh, it, it just seems as if it was a bigger bigger deal this year than than it normally um, usually is. And I think that's great. That just means we're growing the game of uh, of baseball. No one can argue, Luke, that that the biggest cash cow in all of sports is the National Football League. Um, I mean, it just makes money hand over fist. So why not try to emulate what they're doing? All right, so they so they move their draft, you know, um, to different cities around the country, and they make it a, a three day television spectacle. That so all Major League Baseball is doing is, is copying what the NFL started. And yep. like you say, you you can't blame them if it's not broken. You know, don't fix it. And uh, what is unique? What is unique about the Major League draft? which certainly makes it different than the NFL draft. And Landon touched upon it a little bit last, last uh, segment, is that when, when you bring the element, you know, baseball, when you have a sport that is so more and more foreign players, whether they're Cuban, you know, Colombian, Venezuelan, Dominican, whatever, come to the United States to play baseball, because of their socioeconomic backgrounds and so on, what most Americans consider to be little money is a lot of money generally to them. All right. So when these players and agents, and this is the biggest problem agents have is when they're negotiating these contracts is what money might be insulting to an American player 
would be a lot of money lots of times, you know, to, to players from, from other countries. And sometimes you have to really be careful that your ego doesn't get in the way because, as Landon was saying, it's a business. And these teams will say, yeah, maybe, maybe this guy isn't quite as good as the American kid, but, but for, the, for the much less money we can get this kid for, we can, we can live with it. You, know? you don't seem to have that because all of the most players in the NFL, you know, probably 95% of them are American, right? Um, and so it's unique. More and more foreign players are finding their way to the NBA. So the NBA is starting you know, that influx of foreign players. So you'll see more of that coming into the NBA. But Major League Baseball has, has always had to deal with that where the NFL hasn't. And I think it's an interesting dynamic which makes baseball unique. But players have got to be aware of that. And agents, of course, will make them aware of that as they go to sign these contracts and negotiate. And, of course, primarily these are going to be for the, the top three or four round guys when you're talking about really significant money. But again, even later on, you know, for what we would not consider to be great deals of money, a lot of foreign players think are a lot of money. So, and it, p- it works that way on the on the national level too. Any any Braves fan knows this. I mean, you look at what I was telling you during the break, you know, Ozzy Albies from from uh from the Braves, 22 home runs, 63 RBIs. He's in year 4 of this contract, 7 years. Thirty-five million dollars. He's an international player, and I, I think you know people would just say that is the deal of uh, you know of of the the franchise with with the second baseman with that much power and pop and and what he's doing. So yeah, it happens across yeah um, and, all the levels. Yeah, and, and you're thinking well that average is out to five million a year, and boy, five million dollars a year can go a long way. You know, it, of course it can. But if you when you put those numbers that he's put up. In the grand scheme of things, he could be making a lot more money than that, you know. Than yeah. what? So the Braves did get a deal, but that is a perfect example, Luke, of what we're talking about. That these players have to be careful of in these negotiation process. Round four of the Major League Draft uh, still going. Uh, a couple more Mississippi kids, Kemp Alderman from Ole Miss, um, went. I think in the Kemp went in the second round. I think, and I just bring that up uh, just because these are these are uh, players that. That Southern Miss um, has has competed against. Um, yeah, Alderman went. Um, somebody out there saying, "I don't care." Alderman went uh, to the Marlins, and uh, and then earlier, I believe a, a Bulldog went to. I've been out of it for a yeah. few. Yeah, Ledbetter. Ledbetter went to uh, to the race. We're still uh, waiting for for Tanner Hall's name to be called. But but Landon is among several Golden Eagles uh, currently in the minor leagues. Of course, Sandlin. Is up um, with uh, with Cleveland. We just don't understand why the Twins just don't keep Walner up as much as he's been raking uh, up and and down. Of course, Chucky Robinson currently at, at AAA Louisville, uh, but he's been up with the Reds. But think about these names of Golden Eagles that you've watched the last several years: Ben Etheridge, Single A, Fort Myers uh, with Minnesota. Of course, Landon Harper at Augusta with Atlanta. Ryan Ock at Lake. What is it? Uh, Elsinore? I think that's it. It's the uh, the single-A team for uh, for the Padres. Walker Powell, if anybody's taking, taking a trip, Tennessee double-A uh, with the Cubs. Walker Powell playing close. Hunter Riggins in Rome, Georgia, the high. Ramsey's in uh, rookie ball with the Red Sox. Dalton Rogers 
has, uh, as as Landon mentioned, uh, a guy that that I'm rooting for. I mean, he's with the Red Sox, and he's he's been showing out um, in, in high ball. Hunter Stanley, Double uh, A with uh, with the Guardians. He's in Akron. Tyler Stewart has been the talk of the town in the New York Mets um, franchise. He's in Brooklyn at, at high A ball. Reed Trimble's out for the year uh, with a shoulder injury. He's with Baltimore. He's recovering from surgery. Um, and then Jared Wright is high for for the Cubs. I mean, how many pitchers in there of the of the Christian Ostrander um, pitching academy, Kelly? I mean, it's remarkable. And you know what's what's also interesting. You know how like when you go out to eat, you have a favorite restaurant, or when you go to buy clothes, you have a particular style that you like, or a particular store you like to go shop at. It's because you know the quality you're getting. You've you've been there. You like it. You're going to keep going back. The same can be said for a lot of these Major League Baseball teams. Southern Miss fans can look back over the years, and two teams come to mind when teams go into the draft and get Southern Miss players. The Braves and the Guardians, formerly the Indians. They, they, right. they tend to get a lot of Southern Miss players because they know what they're getting. Breaking news. There's another uh, franchise that does that as well. The Minnesota Twins, because they just took at pick 114 – Tanner Hall, good for him. Southern Miss slot value five hundred and eighty-six thousand dollars. Tanner Hall is a Minnesota twin, along uh, with Walner, and I think I think I just said Etheridge, right? Etheridge, and of course Brian Dozier. So congratulations, Tanner Hall, just taken by the Minnesota Twins. I know Jack Duggan's happy because that's his team. And so that is another franchise. Yeah, the Twins uh, dip into the Southern Miss pool quite a bit, too. Well, congratulations to Tanner Hall. We had him on the program uh, last Friday. He told us he was going to be kind of sitting at home by the phone with family and, and uh, just, just a real close-knit group of people. And uh, so now he'll be headed to the Twin Cities where he'll get to re- – so would, would he have been around when Walner – would he and Walner have crossed paths? At all? Uh, it, was the year, it was the year after, I believe. Okay. Yeah. All right. But certainly they'll have some Southern Miss stuff to talk about, right? Absolutely. And I know Dozier's ecstatic about it. Yeah, so so good for uh, Tanner Hall. So uh, Minnesota – and, of course, Justin Storm is is still a name we – Justin ex- Storm's still out there. Edsel's yeah. still out there. And please cross your fingers. No Dustin Dickerson. <laughs> we want him back. Although we think he probably will go. Yeah. So we've got a little more to talk about on this uh, Monday, July 10th edition of the Eagle Hour, and we'll get to that after you get to these. Southern Miss to the top. This final segment of the Eagle Hour for this Monday, July 10th, brought to you by D1 and D-Bat Softball and Baseball Academy. There's no 4 o'clock thunderstorms at D1 and D-Bat. It's never 110 heat indices. It's always air-conditioned and always spotless, meticulous, uh, always safe because they wipe everything down. they got the batting cages, everything in there that you need for your youngsters to stay on top of their game and for you to stay in top physical condition. That's D1 and D-Bat. You can reach out and get the Super Talk Eagle Hour in podcast form 
at uh, Apple Podcast, Audible, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can just tell Alexa to play Super Talk Eagle Hour. Do you know I have never, as long as we've been doing this show, I have never done that promo. That's the first time that I have done that. In case you're uh, just tuning in, you missed uh, the big headline of the hour. Tanner Hall of Southern Miss has been taken in the Major League Baseball draft. It happened just moments ago by the Minnesota Twins. He will be joined in that organization, of course, uh, by Matt Walner. He's probably the premier Southern guy, uh, Southern Miss guy up there right now. So congratulations to Tanner Hall, a Minnesota twin. We're wishing the other Eagle guys that are eligible to be drafted the best of luck as the draft continues on through tomorrow. But Luke Johnson, as you rejoin us, uh, some other Sunbelt guys are also getting phone calls today. Yeah, Tanner goes fourth round, 114th overall in uh, – they call it, you know, the what is it, the con, the compensatory round? Yes. Um, it was in between round two and three. Car- Carson Rocaforte, an outfielder with uh, the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Raging Cajuns, that's what the line says. I, I just was reading it as it was in the MLB draft, the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Uh, 66 overall, uh, he goes to Kansas City. And then a name uh, we'll remember from this last season, Levi Wells from Texas State. A pitcher, he goes four picks after uh, Tanner at 118. He goes to the Baltimore Orioles, and they are currently in uh, in the, uh, the the fourth round continuing, and nobody else taken uh, from the Sun Belt. And, of course, the draft will continue the rest of today and then on to tomorrow. 20 rounds in all will comprise the draft. The Major League Baseball Home Run Derby will be televised tonight with the American National League All-Star Game. Tomorrow night, don't forget Mo Bay Beignet Company is the official beignet store of the Eagle Hour. Great way to start your breakfast by having the freshest beignets anywhere. In fact, they're so fresh they don't even make them until you order them. So what do you do while you're waiting on your beignets? Well, we've got that answer for you as well. You enjoy your selection of hot or cold coffees, whichever way you like to drink them, several different flavors, and uh, they've got only the best there. Mo Bay Beignet with a great view of Hardy Street, people passing by right across from the main campus at Southern Miss. Mo hey. Bay Beignet Company. Go ahead, Luke. I got a text from my dad. He said, how many beignets did you eat? And I said, six in two minutes and 45 seconds. Replies back, I ate three in 15 minutes. So dad is on the same um, timeline as you, Sander. I just wanted to point that out. Well, Joey Chestnut would laugh at all of us. Yeah, what, good point. What was the hot dog? What did 68 hot dogs or whatever in 10 minutes? Too the, many. In, uh, in the 4th of July or whatever. Well, media day for the Sunbelt Conference for football coming up July 25th and 26th at the Sunbelt headquarters in New Orleans. So far, Southern Miss not getting a lot of love from prognosticators, but as Will Hall was on the program last Friday, he said it's all kind of uh, for entertainment purposes only. But uh, if you have to put those things out, he'd rather have his team have very little expectations. That way they can surprise a lot of people. But CBS Sports today put out their list of the bottom five, bottom five, football teams in all of college football and remember again they haven't had one snap of practice yet (laughs) for the fall but cbs sports has deemed the the following teams the bottom five and one of them unfortunately is from the sunbelt would you like to guess which team in the sunbelt luke they have in the bottom five arky state no no not that one really yeah one a little bit a little bit further south, almost straight south of that one in a Monroe? state. Yes. 
They actually surprised last year a little bit. And Chandler yeah. Rogers is back. They've, they've, and they're in year three of well, Terry Bowden. I think that's kind of what Will Hall was saying. A lot of this stuff, you know, you can th- just kind of throw darts at and, you know, hope you're hope you're lucky. But uh, yeah, they've got Louisiana Monroe as as one of the worst five teams in the country. Three of the bottom five are in Conference USA. UMass, New Mexico State, and there was one other one. I left my list. Oh, that geographic footprint that you just (laughs) laid out for us. Yeah. UMass, uh, New Mexico State, and there's one other one, and I can't come up with it. But anyway. It it truly now is Conference USA from the East East Coast to to the the Far West. Yes. Yeah, they've got them scattered all over the place. Judy's empire has expanded. So I don't. I'm not sure I would want to be on that list. But you, again, it really doesn't matter. Do you think that Judy will attend a game at UMass? I, I don't know. She's uh, busy preparing the telephone. Do you think? You she, think Judy will attend a game in New Mexico? Uh, you think Judy will attend a game, Kelly? That's what I'm asking. Judy is busy preparing the telephone booth for Media Day this year. You know, because Media Day I think was held in a phone booth last or the last <laughs> two years. One of ago. those big red ones, like they have in <laughs> London. Yeah. Uh, you could probably fit the number of people that attended Media Day for Conference USA a couple of years ago in a phone booth. We're going to continue to monitor the Major League Baseball draft, and we're wishing the guys good luck, of course, and we wish them nothing but the best. We'll update that tomorrow. We actually have a Major League scout coming on the program on Wednesday with a total recap and to kind of pull the curtain back on that business and tell you more what that's about. But it's all things Southern Miss here on the Eagle Hour until tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Southern Miss... To, to the, the top. top. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.